Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's talk today about setting the tone in your home. Let's say you wake up late, you have a sore knee, you trip over a shoe on your way to the kitchen, and when you get there, your toddler is pouring himself some milk and getting some of it in the glass. I know, I use spilled milk a lot. It's my example, right? You've noticed this. Now, you have an important choice to make, and you've only got a split second to make it. Are you going to laugh and be cheerful, or are you going to scold and complain? What tone are you going to set this morning in your home? Are you going to say, hey, buddy, do you need a little help? Here's a paper towel to wipe up the spill. Good job. If you choose to be kind and loving, everybody's going to receive a spiritual benefit, including you. It's like, wow, mom, good job. (laughs) But if this is not your normal response, then everyone else will be holding their breath while they're braced for the two-year-old to get a scolding. But if something jolly comes out instead, you know, what a sigh of relief for everyone. You've shown motherly leadership in your home. You've given the kids an example of what it looks like to just roll with it cheerfully. And this is a life skill. This is a spiritual skill that you need. And by using that skill, you've set a tone of peace and you've restored order out of potential chaos. You've set a good and godly tone instead of a fleshly, irritable tone. We can always make things worse quite easily. So how about we choose instead to do the unexpected thing, the calm, peaceful, joyful, cheerful thing. If you say, well, I didn't raise my voice. I simply scowled silently and jerked the milk back into the fridge. Ha, that does not pass. (laughs) That's setting a tone of chilly condemnation and keeping everyone braced for more to come. And nobody likes this, not even you. Your family will resent it and grow bitter toward you. They will move out of range. They might mutter under their breath or roll their eyes. And really, that's the attitude you're teaching them. The toddler might burst into tears, and you've lost all the sympathy of your audience. They will be on his side, not on your side. But thanks be to God, You don't have to do the fleshly thing. You can start this scenario over and let your laughter be contagious. Your cheerfulness can spill over like the milk did and set a tone of good humor, peace, and patience. In both cases, you still have to clean up the milk. But if you've reacted negatively, then you'll also have to clean up your unkind words and your grumpy attitude as well. You all recognize when something is off and out of tune, like singing flat or sharp. It's not pleasant to hear. And if you've walked into a home where no one is hitting their note, you know how uncomfortable that is. Sometimes we set the wrong tone in our own head by listening to grumpy, complaining, criticizing, worrying thoughts all day long. It's like listening to terrible music. So no wonder that's what comes out. But why do this? There's always a conversation going on in your head. God hears it. Would you be embarrassed if anyone else did? So tune your instrument 
get back on your note. What are the thoughts you ruminate on all day? Take an inventory. What do you dwell on and turn over in your mind? Are these thoughts building you up in Christ? Or are they causing you to be discontent and fretful? Just because a thought occurs to you does not mean you must invite it in and make a nest for it. So tidy up your thoughts. Go to the root. Choose to be prayerful, grateful, and cheerful rather than worried and fretful. This is how we set a different tone. You can pray, of course, Lord, whatever happens in my busy day with the kids, help me to act like a faithful Christian woman and not react to circumstances in any way that's not pleasing to you. That is a good and faithful prayer. Mothers, you are bringing up children in the Lord. Teach them how to navigate life's difficulties with faith. Surprise them the next time something goes wrong. It's so much sweeter to handle a problem without all the drama. Teach them how to set a tone in their own thoughts and hearts. When our kids were little, I would sometimes ask them at bedtime what they wanted to thank God for. Sometimes they would not be able to think of something, so I would help them. It's like, too bad that your feet don't work and you can't run. And they would look at me and say, Mom. I'd say, okay, well, let's thank God for your feet. Let's thank God. And just to get them going on things to be thankful for, to number their blessings. It's a good exercise for me and for them. And I think this is what is meant by being heavenly minded, grateful and joyful for all God is doing for us. Other times, if one of the kids came in whining or complaining, I would say, hang on, let's rewind that tape and try again. You go back in the hall, come in again cheerfully. This is a great exercise and you should try it yourself. Kids, let's rewind that tape. Well, I don't know if that is a good illustration anymore. Do you still use tapes? (laughs) But at any rate, kids, let me try that again. I'm sorry for my tone. Good morning. How is everyone? We all stumble in many ways, so let's anticipate bumps in the road and keep a heads up. Then we won't be blindsided. In the past, when I was organizing a big event, I learned to anticipate at least two things going wrong, two curveballs. And it helped me very much. I just walked into it knowing something was going to go wrong. And when the first one appeared, I would be ready for it, not surprised. I might be surprised by what it was, but it's like, okay, here's curveball number one. The big surprise was if everything came off perfectly. That was what was unusual. But I learned this by experience. And it's true that many funny things happened that I could not have anticipated. But I learned to roll with it. Panic never helps. And to say, aha, so this is the curveball the Lord sent me today. How am I going to steward this one? So keep an eye out. God is with you all the way. He's giving you opportunities to apply what you know. If you're single and living at home or single and living with roommates, do all in your power to set a cheerful tone and a grateful tone. If you're living with someone who sets an icy tone, whether this is your husband or your parent or your roommate, then you are going to have some challenges. Start with prayer for the person in question. Pray for an opportunity to speak with them about it. But don't let their icy tone contaminate you. Do all in your power, by God's grace, to overcome evil with good. This is not easy. That's why I say start with prayer. Start with prayer about your own opportunities, your own temptations, before you leap to help them with theirs. 
but pray for an opportunity and pray diligently for those in your household who are not good at setting a cheerful tone and pray that you'll be an inspiration and blessing to them. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a good week and don't miss any opportunities to set a good tone in your home or your office or your classroom. Blessings. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. <music>